0: You're listening to Business Stories with Ryan Arcaracci, where I speak to business professionals from all walks of life. Thanks for listening, and let's get to it. Okay, welcome, everybody. This is Ryan again, and I'm excited about this particular episode because we are talking about a brand and a product that I particularly have an affinity for. And if you've never tried bubble tea, it is absolutely delicious. And I am bringing on Andy Sternberg, who is with the Gong Cha Bubble Tea franchise. Andy, thanks for being here.
1: Hey, Ryan. Awesome. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, no problem. It's good to have you. So tell us what you do with the brand and, and a little bit about your your background, how you came into working with uh, Bubble Tea and the brand Gong
1: Cha. Yeah, I'm happy to do that. So um, I've been with the brand for nine-ish, 10 months now. Um, previous to that, I worked for Duncan brands for, um, about 25 plus years mm-hmm. in various capacities. So I have obviously pretty deep and extensive, um, background in, in franchise, in the franchise business, particularly in the QSR, quick service restaurant space, um, And my role here is chief development officer. And my primary responsibility, our our model here in the US is one where, uh, because we're based in Taiwan, Mm -hmm. uh, we award generally states or multiple states to people or organizations or groups to operate um, as master franchisees. They are ostensibly regional franchisors. Uh, They then recruit individuals to open the stores, those people are called sub franchisees. So my my main responsibility um, is to find, you know, high caliber, high quality uh, food and beverage operators, and um, to ultimately bring them into the system. And uh, they would then franchise the Gong Cha business uh, in in their regions of responsibility.
0: That's great. So tell us a little bit about the history of the brand. How did Gong Cha come
1: about yes yeah, uh, i i found it actually a pretty cool story so um let me try to uh, hopefully hopefully i will tell this right as it's been told to me okay um, originally it was founded in uh taiwan in in 2006 so apparently i think for the preceding 10 years two gentlemen two partners who opened the first door spent I think from like the mid '90s, like the '96 time to 2006, really perfecting what they wanted to do with the business and the brand and the recipes and and, and you know procuring the um, you know raw materials, the ingredients, if you will, to make sure that they would sell you know the very best cup of bubble tea that they could. And so they opened in 06. Uh, I believe it was around. 2012 and 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 they had you know several stores open and operating there and a businessman a, a banker uh, who is australian but at the time was living uh in south korea uh he and his wife visited one of the Gongsha stores in taiwan sort of fell in love with it decided he wanted to give up the rat race of of investment banking uh, his name is martin berry mm-hmm. and so he and his wife uh negotiate to acquire the rights for Gongsha uh, and be the master franchisee in South Korea. Again, I think that was like 2012. And then in, in the preceding three to four years, they grew the chain to something in the neighborhood of three to 400 stores, either through their own stores and or through sub-franchising. Ultimately, Martin ended up acquiring the franchisor um, and continued to expand uh throughout the world um you know with an emphasis on the far east so you know the malaysia's and the philippines and the japans and the australia's of the world but eventually they came to sort of the western world and you know we're now in here of course here in the united states we're up in canada we are in mexico uh we're in england and so uh under his stewardship and his leadership you know, we took a, a small brand that opened in the in the southern part of taiwan in Kaohsiung city to where we are now fast forward to 2021 um we opened our 1500th store i think about a month odd ago we have a strong pipeline for continued growth and we're signing master franchisees um not only here in the us but across the world and, and, and in 2019 actually martin uh, sold the business to a private equity company, which is currently our owner. And Martin um, still has a stake and sits on the board and provides, uh, is a great resource and great counsel to uh, us as the management team uh, running the business. So that's uh, that's the story of Gomsha. That growth
0: is phenomenal. Um, just, just the fact that you're growing so fast and so quickly. Um, and I can tell you from personal experience, um, the product is great. In fact, I've got some family that lives near a gong cha location in irvine california and we've gone there numerous times to get bubble tea cuz it's just it's so good um so what do you think i mean and and bubble tea has become pretty popular in the last few years there's a lot of brands coming up what do you think separates gong cha from the other bubble tea brands out there yeah so
1: ryan that's a great question and you know what it really boils down to is quality um i think quality service hospitality and environment and ambiance i think you put it all together for great guest experience yeah. it does start with the quality of the ingredients and you know it's like going to starbucks or various other coffee shop chains there there is a difference in the product quality and in something that as I as I mentioned, um, the, the the founders spent ten years perfecting their recipes. Um, Martin, you know, took that, adopted that, and, and there's actually articles you can see them online. I've read some to learn a little bit more as I as I onboarded with the company about Martin. And you know, Martin actually there's one article I I read where he um, referenced sort of being the Starbucks of the bubble tea category. So mm-hmm. we we hold ourselves as, as a in the in the premium brand position Mm -hmm. and we have a quality assurance team we have a research and development team we have a purchasing and procurement team we we scour you know all four corners of the globe to find suppliers for our ingredients and we make no compromise we we believe we have the best quality tapioca pearls we believe that our teas are the best uh, we use real tea leaves where we really, extract in the equipment that we use to extract the flavor of the tea with filtered water at the right temperatures, all of that plays a role in the outcome of the product that is served to, to the guest. And, you know, some of these bubble tea chains that are coming along, you know, cert- certainly there are some that also have a high quality product, but a lot are u- using powdered teas. Yeah, They're not using real Full whole tea leaves in their Wait. brewing process. And they use inferior quality tapioca pearls and other and other key ingredients as well. Um, you know, to us, it's not about saving money on the cost of ingredients. It's about delivering the highest quality end product to our guests across the world. And, and so that I think is our major point of differentiation and what makes us really stand out from the rest. Uh, and we, we hear that all the time. If you go on uh you know various food rating um online rating surveys and and, and tools you'll see very high grades for gongsha uh around product quality
0: yeah i mean i agree with you there i think it's all about the ingredients and just the fact that it took 10 years to really refine the right recipes ingredients i mean that's that's a long time but that just goes to show the dedication i think it that comes with this brand um, yeah yeah and that's that's amazing uh, you don't see that a lot nowadays, which I think is is great. So talk to us about you know if you are looking into buying a a Gong cha location, why should someone consider investing into this brand?
1: Yeah, so I think you know th- there's two two investors that we're looking for, right? There's the enterprise level person who's investing in buying a master franchise. And that's so there's two candidates. We look for master franchisees. And then we look for sub-franchise i think your question was a little bit more geared toward uh, a little bit more geared toward being a, a unit level subfranchisee. but it's important as right. a master as well right because to have a sustainable enterprise where you're ostensibly the franchisor you know one it has to pay pay off for you but it obviously has in order to be a successful franchisor you need to have successful franchisees so if you're you know people that i talk to they do want to understand the unit economics of of a Gongsha outlet or a Gongsha store, because you know that plays into whether they can have a sustainable master franchise operation and right. one where they can feel good about uh, supporting their subfranchisees, bringing people into their system into their region. So, right. um, I would say. You mentioned something about the rise of popularity of bubble tea. So yes, you know we, we're in a great position as a brand in that we are among the largest and most well-known, well-recognized brands. So I think that helps, um, right. but we're established, we have infrastructure, we're stable. We have um, a lot of people investing in, uh, behind the scenes in R&D and product innovation. Um, it pays off uh, your store design, things of that nature. Um, we have really high uh, unit level sales uh, pre-pandemic. Our average unit volume in the U.S. was north of $575,000. You're doing that out of anywhere from roughly 800 square feet to 1,000 square feet. So, um, our our top tier, top quartile stores did an excess of $898,000 in volume. Wow. And when you look at, as an investor buying into the business, when you look at those sales volumes, and you think about what is the rent in a retail space of that size, um, and you look at what it takes in terms of the number of employees and your employee costs, and you look at the cost of goods on what is primarily a beverage-only business. Mm -hmm. so it it affords a very strong unit economic model when you look at the sales and the associated expenses. We did really well through the pandemic. I mean, certainly we did have a a downturn in sales, but because of the strength of the unit economic model, uh, our franchisees were quite resilient and were able to really get through um, those mandated government shutdowns, some of which were temporary, some of those were extended, but we have a strong model that allowed them to You know whether what arguably could be the worst storm in the retail industry in the last hundred years so um i think that speaks volumes to um the strength of the unit economic model and as we come out of the pandemic i think it's going to be all the more attractive to people knowing the kinds of margins that you can realize um potentially in a a business like this
0: yeah i I agree completely Um, and it's it's amazing that you did as good as you did through the pandemic when a lot of other brands were struggling. So um, it's it's good to hear. Let's talk about you know systems and sales processes in place when you are looking to expand. I mean, you you are rapidly expanding um, and you're using systems to do that. Uh, what What do you think or what is your advice for people out there who want to grow grow a brand and they need systems in place? What do you think or what can you recommend? to help enable
1: that that growth that, that you're at yeah we we that's a great question ryan we learned um as we've gone along uh particularly our master friend uh, master franchisees who are those you know regional or surrogate franchisors um and as you mentioned with bubble bubble tea is it's amazing like you know i had heard of it prior to joining, and, yeah. um, and learned more about it. And, and like you, I've I've fallen in love with. I can't get enough of the product. It's, it's awesome, and yeah. And, and not only are guests, um, you know, it's growing at, a, at such a rapid pace, and, and guests love it. But you you find guests want to become franchisees, right. and so before we assembled our U.S. franchisor team, um, and our master franchisees, primarily their recruitment efforts were. A, a, a bit more passive they all have their own websites and people can go online and and you know they had a degree of res- of human resources to sort of respond to web-based ap- applications and you know those would, would trickle in and, and they could handle that yeah. um we've recently enacted uh, a pay-per-click uh more more aggressive or proactive uh, recruitment efforts um, through digital mediums, using you know Google, Facebook, Bing, we're on portals, and so what consequently, what's happened is you're getting a flood of applicants, and you, you can't you can't manage that. You need people, obviously, you need people, right, to yeah. manage the applicant flow, but you need a system too. Um, that can take in the applications, provide immediate response. So a customer relationship management, a CRM tool um, that can complement or supplement the efforts of the people. People need to manage a tool. You always need people, you need to resource that properly, but you need, you need database and, and, and software re, uh, management systems that can communicate back to these people and know, you know, where are they in your sales cycle? Right. Uh, oh, when do they need to be followed up with? So you can have these auto reminders built into the CRM that says, you know, so and so hasn't signed the FDD. Send an auto notification to do that. Have a place to store. You know, we're a highly regulated industry, so where do you store the franchise disclosure document receipts? Right. So you have right. that. So this is a. I mean, I could go on and on, but there's you need to have both. You need you need systems and people to effectively manage execute. Otherwise, what will happen is people will become disinterested in you. Okay, applicants, high quality folks who could be really strong owners to open a store. And then those people down the road, they open a second. Next thing you know, they have 10 or 15, but they're not in your brand because you didn't have an effective system in people in and people employees place and they're now with a different brand, whether it's in bubble tea or some other franchise concept, uh, you know, in the food and beverage or any space for that matter. So. It's really important that if you activate a proactive uh, recruitment sales recruitment strategy to bring candidates to grow your system, you need you need two things: you need systems and you need people to do it right. effectively well.
0: And and some of your master franchises are using client tether, which is has been good. And uh, have they seen uh, some good results or at least a better process flow with with that?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Matter of fact it's funny before you and I got on the podcast here, I was actually doing a monthly deal review with one of our master franchisees who happens to use client tether and, um, with her sales team. And they were remarking on, on how much it has helped them. And they, they didn't have a CRM in place prior to that. And I know that there's another, you know, we're looking at it just to help us help me better manage, um, you know my flow for master franchisees. I don't get as many because it's sort of a different profile uh, um, of candidate. You know right. to be essentially a regional or so the the lead flow is not as what's the word I want to say uh, abundant. But um, nevertheless, you know, it it professionalizes your process, and it's it's something that we think is it's very important uh, for us, but most particularly for our our master franchisees who can get really swamped and inundated with uh, lead flow for people who want to open individual Gongsha, you know, bubble tea stores. So it's, it's really important, as I said, systems and people, you need them both to make it work.
0: Right. Well, well we, yeah, we appreciate that. So um, what can, let's talk about customer experience. Um, Cause I, I mean, I've been a customer and I, I can tell you the service was great. The place is clean. It's very bright, it's colorful, You feel good when you go in there. Um, What do you think you are trying to create in terms of customer experience or what can a new customer, if someone's never been into a Gong Cha before, what can they expect?
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the things that, you know, you know, my my response, of course, is is franchise development. But I, I get to in in, in this company, um, we get to play in a lot of sandboxes. So I've got gotten some exposure to a whole vast array of things that we're working on. But the guest experience is a is the centerpiece of what we do. So currently, our corporate office is in the process of coming out with a new global store design. So when you when you walk in, you, you're walking into a place that is it's hip. It's vibrant, it's cool, it's trendy, it's contemporary. It's all those things. Um, we have beautiful drinks. Not only do they taste good, but they look good. they do. And yeah. Bubble, bubble thank you. <laughs> bubble tea is one of those things that um, and, it, and it attracts a lot of young guests, right? So while while our guests range in age, in socioeconomic position, in ethnicity, right. in um, income and everything else, it it definitely skews to sort of a younger generation um, and they love social media and they love to take pictures so we're building out our stores with these social media walls so they want to take a picture of themselves and their friends drinking their beautiful bubble tea with mm-hmm. this really cool backdrop so that gets built in and that's sort of uh, unique to bubble tea you don't really see that in coffee shops and other kinds of beverage oriented places, because bubble tea is just one of those things that has really latched on with young consumer groups where they love to photograph themselves. We have an Instagram wall, basically, or Mm -hmm. a TikTok wall. So that's part of it, too. And then we've got a new mystery shopper. It's actually not so new anymore. We have a mystery shopper program. We have a third party independent company. We're about to bring on board and contract to do independent objective operational assessments of all of our stores in North America. And so you want a consistent experience. All of these things drive to a really great customer experience again, which is a center point of the business model. And you you come in, you're greeted with you know in a warm, cool hip environment, you're greeted with a warm and friendly welcome, hello, you get your order taken, it's made to your precise specifications. Um, how much ice you want, how much sugar you want, what kind of tea you want, what product right. you want. Right. It's delivered to you quickly, It's you're thanked for your order, and you, you've got this great environment. So you kind of piece all that together, and that's what we're really driving for um, and that every brand strives for, but um, is that, that consistent um, uh, feel and consistent uh, sort of um, environment and everything else that you get at a gongsha and as we're growing you have to be able to replicate that across the regions we're in and the new regions we're opening um so that you can stand out from the rest of the pack so that's 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 the goal
0: that's great i can agree it is a great customer experience it's always welcoming when you come in it's it's bright and the the teas are colorful and fun so i can understand how you attract that young demographic so um well, I congratulate you on your expansion, Andy, and it's great to work with you and, and uh, speak with you about this. And I really want you to continue to grow this brand because I, lo- I love the product. So mm-hmm. if you're out there and you're listening to this, go try Gong Cha Tea. It's very, very good. Um, if there are some people out there who have questions for you, Andy, and they're interested in the brand or possibly purchasing a location, uh, how do they
1: find you? Well, first, Ryan, thank you so much for that wonderful, kind words. And again, thank you sure. for having me on. I appreciate you giving me this opportunity in this forum to talk about gong-cha, which I really love to talk about. And yeah, yeah. So now here's my uh, shameless plug. So to reach <laughs> me, you can, um, you can, anyone can email me. It's Sternberg at gong-cha.com. So it's a N D R E W dot S T E R N B U R G at gong g o n g dash cha cha.com um my phone number is 508-277-4148 um if anyone knows that area code it's the boston area that's where our u.s office is located and uh certainly our website which is gongshawfranchising.com so it's it's all one string of letters no dash it's just gongshawfranchising.com and it's sort of broken into two pieces you can click on a a panel to access information for master franchising those regional franchisors or simply unit franchising, if you want to open a single store there's a sub franchisee panel, it gives you some information. Um, There's a information request form, it comes in to me and I can on a sub franchise I sort of farm that out to our existing masters in the markets in which we have master franchisees otherwise I follow up directly. um, With folks. um, And uh, we, you know, we go from there. So that's, those are the main methods of communication
0: with me. Great. Well, thank you, Andy. It was great speaking to you. And if you are listening out there, get in touch with Andy. He can help you find out more about the brand and potentially pursue some opportunities there. Uh, I wish you luck, even though I don't think you need it, Andy. I think you've got a great product and you're really growing rapidly. So congrats to that. And uh, let's keep in touch. Thanks again for being on the show.
1: All right, Ryan. Thank you, sir.
0: Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're interested in becoming an episode sponsor, please email me at livingryan@gmail.com. at gmail.com. And thank you so much.